Hello, listeners, and also Richmond Walker, because while I do the intro mm. to the podcast, you too are sort of a listener for a few seconds, and, and up until the moment where you interject. Have you ever thought about That's that? That's true. Yeah, I've now crossed the boundary yeah. from listener to talkier. Yeah, to a talkin' yeah. ear, as, as, talkin as, ear. as one of the listeners uh, yeah. <laughs> emailed in last week, a talkin' ear, or a podin' ear. Mm. But um, then, you, you don't talkin', do you? That's also true, yeah. By the way, mm. just putting this out there, sub, if they haven't already, and I don't know what the subject would be, but someone needs to do a podcast called Yorkshire Podding. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. They, they, took, either they took could a second be, to realise what you were saying, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, they could be based in Yorkshire, or they could discuss Yorkshire puddings, or just generally discuss Yorkshire as a, as a, you know, as a concept, as yeah, a place. Yeah, I was going to say, it might be a bit limited if it's just on Yorkshire pudding. Sure, sure. Maybe the, two episodes, I don't know. Touch on the pudding, that's a good two episodes. And, well, because you, you could do one episode, of course, uh, it's, um, it's Priceless Place uh, amongst the Sunday Roast. Um, yeah, and then you in the could toad in the hole as well. A toad in the hole, obviously, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. But then also a podcast, a, a sort of um, companion episode about those very strange people. Um, although I have somewhat converted to their cause, uh, who put jam, strawberry jam, into a Yorkshire pudding. You ever seen that? No, freaks. Yeah. It's a. Th it's mad. It is mad. And obviously, mm. I dismissed it. But lo and behold, it's a filthy pleasure. You tried um, it. Oh yes, yeah, absolutely. One must oh. try these things, and it is. What's I have wrong to with say, you? It's, trying it's, things. I know. Yeah, yeah. What are you yeah. thinking? It's. Uh, I'm a gourmand when it comes to oh, food. Yeah. You know me. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. No. Well, I mean, of course. Uh, yeah. How can you forget the Doritos <laughs> crumbled over a microwave <laughs> chicken curry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's yeah, pure see, Heston pushing the boundary. Yeah, I am. I'm. Mm. I'm video gamers Blumenthal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, of course, you could touch on Yorkshire tea. You could touch on the cricket scene. Um, vegan Yorkshire pudding? Why not? Vegan Yorkshire pudding? Yeah. Why not? Uh, mm. You could talk about the Curzon in in the nearby village of Ripon. I mean, there's all there's Mind all manner you. of you know Yorkshire. Touching on the veganism, I had a terrible nightmare last night. I was in a greasy spoon cafe and I right. uh, and I ate an egg. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I've just eaten an egg. When you said that, I, I, I imagined just a whole leg in the shell, just in one gulp. No, it was like, it was like some horrible greasy spoon sort of oozing, yolky egg. That sounds absolutely glorious. But in the dream, do you know how dreams can sort of convey senses, even though they're not actually there yeah so it actually tasted awful oh and i sort of woke up with a sort of ah oh, oh no that's awful what, yeah you know like sort of horrible sort of farty egg it's like that <laughs> i know exactly yeah, not, that it wasn't yeah. good yeah 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 there's that great scene at the but you've seen uh with nail and i haven't you i have uh, yeah. you know that scene at the beginning where they're oh, in, yeah. the, in the, the greasy the woman oh, eating the sandwich. God, yeah. and, the, and the egg yolk sort of spills out. That's yeah. such a such a vivid scene. That it's like it mm. so perfectly captures the um, yeah the unique thrill of the greasy spoon. Uh, yeah, we've, <laughs> <True>. <laughs> we've got got a lot of stuff on the docket this week. But before we get to that, mm. how have you been? I've been right a little bit um, kind of 
harried, shall we say, with a lot of reviews and things. Busy time. Sound, sounds churlish to complain when, uh, <laughs> you know, we are quite lucky to have all these nice things to play with. It's a very, very, very nice job in times like these. Mm. Uh, but it, yeah. is a, it is a busy job. And, and you've been pumping them out like nobody's business. Uh, well, between that and having the new websites... Yeah, brand new uh, xboxachievements.com playstationtrophies.org little plug, plug, plug up plug, front plug up yeah love up it. front love it uh, yeah it's it's been a little bit all over the place but I feel like I'm settled we're now. managing we're hustling yeah 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 definitely mm. yeah we'll be talking about uh, well we can't well now that there are numerous embargoes that, that have uh, that have lifted we can I can mention yeah. that I've had the um Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5 for a few mm-hmm. weeks. Uh, reviews are up on videogamer.com of those two lovely consoles. Um, so this is a five-hour special, right? Yeah, but there's <laughs> well, this is the thing. There's just there's really there's too much to to talk about because I've I've finished Astro's Playroom. I've finished Spider-Man Miles Morales, which has various buffs on PS5. I've I've got. Sackboy, uh, Demon Soul. You know, there, there's an awful lot to get through. So, but we'll 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 mm. focus it and we'll sort of spread okay. it out evenly. And obviously, you've got Chicken Police to talk about. So, yeah, which is obviously you know huge <clears throat> priority number one. Ga- game of the generation, yeah. both last and the new generation, high up in the pecking order. Yeah. Oh, he's done it. <laughs> he's done it. Right. Let's. Uh, We'll, we'll 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 break for a lovely jingle and then we'll we'll get right, right to it. I think I need another coffee, Josh. I need another coffee. You go and get another coffee. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm a big fan of that. We've both been playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla over the last week yes. or so. Yes. I, um, I'll put my cards on the table. Yeah. Uh, I was not particularly excited. I <gasps> uh, have... Uh, well, well, let me finish. Uh, I have uh, <laughs> some uh, fatigue when it comes to Assassin's Creed. I... Uh, I uh-huh. I just I reached a, I reached a saturation point a long while ago, and then my spirits were perked up with Origins, and then within I think about fifteen or twenty hours of that, my spirits sagged back down again. Um, I tried uh, Odyssey. Um, I put about ten hours into it, and I was quite well, exhausted. Not enough. not enough. Well, this is this is the thing you see, and if ten hours isn't enough, if it's not very very fun by then, I think, oh goodness gracious me. But I obviously everyone loved. I'm the outlier on that one. Everyone loved Odyssey. Um, yeah. Broadly speaking, I'm not a fan of where the series has gone so much. Uh, really? Post- oh goodness, this is this is all terrible. I know. You're gonna lose us a lot. Of yeah, listeners. yeah, I know, I know. Um, I ever since The Witcher came out. The, the Assassin's Creed obviously took one big giant look at that and adapted a number of its systems, its quest logging, its leveling, the sort of popping numbers of its combat, mm. all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and I, you know, and I miss lots of the old things. I miss the era of Revelations and Brotherhood and, you know, Ezio's era, <clears throat> right up to I Assassin's like Creed Revelations. 3. 
Revelations was like I'm I'm fed up. Oh yeah, I I think yeah. it helped. I I let some time pass before I I, mm. I played that. I played I played that one quite a bit later, and you know right. the likes of Black Flag and Rogue and all that sort. Of. Anyway, anyway, <clears throat> I was very ready to play Assassin's Creed Valhalla, and within about ten hours, go oh, okay, it's it's this again, but it's Vikings and it's England in the ninth century, and uh, yeah, you know I'm. However, it's I've, I'm past about about twenty five. I'm kind of up to thirty hours now, um, yeah. and it's really good. Yeah, it's really good. And the reason I'm glad it's you good, have come to that re- realization, John. Yeah, yeah. I thought you might be. For mm. me, um, I'll tell you what helps. Number one, mm. uh, there are some assassins in it. Yes. Now that sounds mental. There hasn't been for like for like two games until either way later on in those games or through sort of abstruse connections to to assassins in in the world of the science fiction and the animus and all that stuff. Um, but it really helped in Valhalla early on to see some assassins show up and to have them dressed like Altair, like proper assassins, robed yeah. in white and red. I mean, I think mm-hmm. chronologically it's the closest. Um, yeah, to, it's to one, isn't, isn't it? it? Isn't it like hundred years before? I think yeah. So I think the game's maybe. set in like eight hundred and seventy, and the original yeah. <clears throat> Assassin's Creed was set in like a thousand and something, ten something. Mm. You know, yeah. So that's it's right. it's quite close. Of course, the Crusades, but um, so they show up, loving that. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, putting a hood up and blending yeah. in and being stealthy yeah. and walking with. Little monks, little groups monk of fellas. monks to blend yeah. in, monk fellas, monk fish. Yeah. Um, also, crucially, Josh, mm. the hidden blade. The hidden feels blade lethal. It's deadly. It feels, again. It, yeah, it actually feels lethal. And by the way, you get the hidden blade within a few mm-hmm. hours, like a couple of hours. Yeah. You meet these little assassin fellas, and they and they and they don't call themselves that. They just say, "Oh, you know, our brotherhood this and our brotherhood that." But you know what's going mm-hmm. on. Yeah, they give you an, a, a hidden blade, an avor. Um, wears it on the wrist so that it sort of stabs over the hand. A little alternative, sort of like um, a bit like a Who's He Watts is out of Deus Ex, you know, uh, yeah, Adam, Adam Jensen. Jensen, a little sort of yeah. wrist stabber, but sort of on top rather than below. Um, and w- w- within, and then you sort of you're set loose in an open world that's big, but not mm-hmm. stupidly ginormously. What's the point? I'm never going to finish this big, but just sort of nicely bounded so that you know yeah. where you but but then within that nicely sprawling um it's just a number of things where i think oh we you know we're back again we'd, we're actually mm-hmm. we're actually doing this again this is this is how it was i don't, I don't mind of course the combat is still like <clears throat> it's okay it's decent enough and it's the better um, for me between odyssey and origins right. and this it's my favorite what, what, what do you what do you make of it well, I was going to say that the combat I thought got more and more interesting the more skills you unlocked. Yes, definitely. So I had like um, I had an ability where I can sprint in mm-hmm. and then sort of cross my two axes that I was wielding. That was and great. Sort of slash and basically rip apart an enemy in one <laughs> go. I have that's the same. That's so yeah. satisfying. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I love as well that um, when Ivor gets the um, sorry, Avor gets the uh, <laughs> hidden blade. They're like, no, you should wear it hidden on the other side. And yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I don't want it to be hidden. Yeah, <laughs> I love yeah. that. Yeah, because when and, I first saw it, I was like, what? Why is it on top? That's stupid. I know, but then I know. It's a nice little character thing. It's like, I want to show this off. Yeah, I want to I show this off. Yeah. And also, Ava takes the piss out of him, 
and is like, well, you lot lost your fingers with it. I'm not going to make the same mistake you do. Yeah. And then the assassin I fellas like, that. it's it's not a mistake. That's that's something yeah. that we do so we can operate. So it's a lovely just little twist <laughs> on that formula. But I was um, thinking about that. It's surely it's more dangerous on top of your wrist because you could have your old hand off, couldn't you? <laughs> it goes through the yeah. wrist. Yeah, I suppose, I suppose. So if you if you've sort of if you've put your hand in an upwards position and that sucker yeah. comes out, you're fucked. Mm-hmm. You're just going to stab well, right through. I suppose it's risky either way. It's not <clears throat> yeah. not the most uh, safe of weapons. Sure, sure. Mm. Uh, the leap of faith returns. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it just helps that, yes, you know, you're a Viking invader who, for various reasons, uh, goes to England um, with a heart set on invading. Um, and But you also uh, just fairly quickly are doing the things that an assassin does. And to me, that is... It just feels good again. And it also feels good <clears throat> having that vibe of like sort of nearer the Crusades, you know, kind of like England yeah. at that time is really interesting. It's got it's got some interesting cities as well. I, I often like the divide between, you know, you've got, mm. your, you've got your three big cities, but then in between you've got all sorts of stuff to be poking around at in the wilds. You know, I love the way they pronounce London as well. L- L- London. 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 Yeah, and it's that sort of funny... <laughs> Uh, like it's almost like a Chaucerian, like Middle English thing, where like, like people talk with that odd kind of Germanic twist to it. It's a funny little uh, quirk that you hear mm. NPCs talking. It's great. Um, yeah. yeah, I just I'm I'm and also sailing around. Uh, I, I mean, I spent a good. I think I spent like seven or eight hours. I know you sort of leapt ahead and fair play to you, but I spent a while just in Norway because before Ava comes to England. Mm. Um, so just sort of poking about Norway. I spent ages there hunting uh, a legendary, you know, elk, um, sailing about the lovely icy wastes and, and yeah. partaking in drinking games and dice rolling games and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, it's, so um, I was quite keen to get to England. I was mm. like, I'm reviewing this. Norway's very lovely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you'll be able to come back here, which yeah. you can. Yeah, um, for sure. So I was like, Let, let's get to England and let's <laughs> get, get, our, get our teeth into it. <laughs> yeah, I think when I was I was texting you and you sort of said that, I thought, actually, he's right. I've got a I've got mm. a leap ahead on this, and I did. And then I spent a good two or three hours just doing all of the climby towers, the synchy synchronization towers yeah. and things, because that way it's quite nice. It pays dividends because you unlock mm-hmm. the whole map, and then when you want to do the story, and someone says, "Oh, you got to go over to this place," you can just fast travel there, which yep. is bloody yeah. lovely but you, you got to be careful on that front though because each region has um, a power level doesn't it yeah. a suggested power level so you can get caught um, it's a bit of know, a shame. fighting level 90 enemies if you're yeah. a level 10 or you something absolutely like, no. battered you see that's yeah. what I don't like that, and that's what all it's, it's one of the things that I really prefer uh, about the older Assassin's Creed games than I mm-hmm. do to the new ones I understand you know why and people love the, the you know the sort of RPG stuff um but I, but I, and it, of course you got your quest levels and things like that. But I do just mm-hmm. prefer the old way, where it's like, well, you can go anywhere. You, you know, you may well get people who are just, you know, organically stronger. Say, you know, near, yeah. the, near the palace in the main city, they they might have, you know, better weapons or whatever, being better trained. But I, it, it to me, it, it's a little bit of a sort of artificial. Uh, difficulty cop out when you just go somewhere and the enemies look exactly the same but it's like well these ones are level 200 so you know you can't come here for another 20 hours or something it's just a little bit like nah. well it's a way of directing you isn't it and it's a way of ensuring you don't skip ahead too far obviously they've mm. 
authored the story to some extent. So Indeed. You Indeed have to have. go to this place, then this place. There's a certain level of freedom in that when you go to the um, Allegiance map, or Alliance map, Allegiance Alli- map, Alli- anyway, yeah, whatever. The, the map, and you pledge an allegiance, don't you? You, yeah. you have like a choice of a couple of different territories at yeah, a time. Yeah, 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 you do. You so do. like, yeah, that, yeah. That, you know, that's nice, I guess. Oh, no, I like that, I like that. I just, I made a beeline for the towers, and then mm-hmm. and then it kind of just yeah. went back to the main quest. But, and then the, I suppose the thing that you end up doing with this game is building up your settlement, obviously Vikings being invaders yeah. and settlers. And that yeah, entails... Yeah, I love all that. That, that all was that good stuff. fun. Yeah, I, I yeah. like going on, you can go on... Uh, I, I quite like the way that England is is really well travelled by its waterways. You know, mm-hmm. it's got the river. The river Ouse is there, which is nice because I'm yeah, yeah. I'm from Bedford, so I saw the the river Ouse, which runs through Bedford. <laughs> um, you got the the Severn as well, and the Trent. Yeah, well, that's that's me. That's oh, my yeah, local yeah, river. You're bloody loving it. Syropshire, as it's called in the game, whatever. Syropshire, modern day Shropshire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My old stomping ground. You're a Shropshire lad, aren't you? I am. Yeah. Yeah, I am a I am a uh, craft ale. <laughs> <laughs> excellent, excellent. Yeah, no, I um, and so go you know go go sailing along in your longboat, stopping for a quick raid in order to get supplies, which which then feed back into building up your settlement. The thing is, if you're one of those people where you heard about Assassin's Creed Valhalla and your eyes kind of rolled and you sort of shrugged and you thought. Well, that's a hundred hours of my life that I'm just going to put into other things. I've got good news for you, especially if once upon a time the idea of a new Assassin's Creed game excited you. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And the good news is, it's still massive. Yeah. But it is smaller in scope. There are far fewer weapons for you to worry about compared to Origins and armor and, and gear and, and stuff. armor yeah, and yeah. all of that stuff. It's no longer the kind of recy- the endless recycling of gear and, and loot. There is that stuff in there but it's also very easy to just focus on 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 well particular th- thing. there's no there's no dismantle option there's anymore. no no you there's end no up keeping everything basically y- yeah you do you do Cause it's all got... sort of on an equal footing in a sense because if you like a piece of armor you can stick all your carbon ingots your nickel ingots and your tungsten ingots into making them <laughs> lovely if you want yeah or you don't yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, yeah, kind yeah. of up to you. Yeah. yeah, you can just sort of pick a viable thing, upgrade mm-hmm. it f- four or five levels, or however many levels it has, and then that's you. You're away for for yeah. for ages until you come across something better. It, it is nice, and you know the cities are. It, it's not as big a map, but more of the map is interesting. Uh, London, uh, York or Yorvik, uh, Norwich as well. You got East Anglia. It's yeah. it's just a really interesting place and a really interesting time. It's beautiful. The art style is wonderful. Um, like lovely kind of misty mornings and, and kind of mm. golden afternoons. Very, very English. Yeah. Lots of showers. You know, all that lovely stuff. Well, I just I just stayed up till 3.30am again last night, just <laughs> soaking it all in. Even though I'm done with the review, you know. It's yeah. like, oh, I want to spend more time here. Absolutely. I want to do all the stuff. I want to... This yeah. is the thing with Assassin's Creed games. Every time they get me, they yeah. get me, yeah, and yeah, I'm, there, yeah. I'm I'm there till the bitter end. I will do everything. Yeah, and I Can't think that the people that love it will love it for that reason. Um, and but I think the and I think the good news is, especially if and we won't go into a lot of detail on this, but especially if you're getting one of the next gen consoles, mm-hmm. um, it's it will be <clears throat> a really good sort of showcase for you. Yeah. In terms yeah, well, of you're, graphics, you, you, you're, uh, your your four K sixty frames, four K sixty, 
Um, but also mm-hmm. just loading, because it's, it's a really, really big deal to just be able to fast travel from one side of the map to the other in like two seconds. Yeah. That's fucking incredible. Like, mm-hmm. that's really, really cool. Um, and for those people for whom Assassin's Creed has just grown tiresome, like, this is closer to what you once really liked. Much yeah. closer to what you once really liked. With With some of the things that may, you know, bother you now. But on the whole... Um, you could do a hell of a lot worse this Christmas if you if you're going to get yourself a, you know an Xbox Series X or a PlayStation Five. You could do a hell of a lot worse than spending your fifty sixty quid on this one, and it will keep you guys. Mm-hmm. Rich says it'll keep you going for bloody ages if you you know if yeah. you do get into it. You've got all sorts of little mini games and lovely distractions, um, <clears throat> and if you just want to be an assassin, you you can you can do that in an actual cloak, actually yep. blending in with a not yep. so hidden blade, um, <laughs> yeah, and a bow. I know a Viking longship, yeah. not just any old boat. Not just any old boat, a longship, yeah. no less. But mm. yeah, a, 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 customizable longship. A really nice surprise mm. all round, which is mental. Like a lot of people will be like, "What are you on about?" It's not a surprise. We know what it is. It's Assassin's Creed. We love it. But for some people out there, I, I mm-hmm. sort of I have to stress because I am you know one of those people. You know, g- give this one a go. This is this is at, this is different narrower in the yeah. best possible sense like like a longboat I mean Odyssey is still my favourite but this is a close second I think mm. although that's not fair on Origins I like them all for different reasons yeah, <laughs> the yeah, new yeah. ones for yeah. sure yeah mm. anyway anyway <coughs> yeah. we have other things other treasures to be talking about uh, yeah. I've been playing Spider-Man Miles Morales for you the lucky devil PlayStation 5, mate. Ah, oh, yeah. even luckier, devil. Luckier still. Can't um, wait another week for that. Yes, yeah. I, I actually, I, I've just suddenly grown nervous, and I'm double-checking that I, I am allowed to talk about it, because reviews and stuff went out, right? Yeah. Excellent. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's got a Metacritic score and all that shit. Excellent. My review yeah, is incoming, uh, mm-hmm. so, you know, look forward to that on videogamer.com soon. Sort it out, Josh. Get a move on. I'm hustling. Don't worry. I'm lazy. Hustling. Lazy. I'm I completed it. I completed it quick. Nice and quick. Uh, yeah. Mercifully, it's quite It's it's quite a short game. It's, um yeah, so this is, uh, it's not DLC, I don't think. I think it's, no, it's just not, standalone. No. It's a standalone. It's a sort of um, Uncharted, the... Lost Legacy. Uh, Lost Legacy kind of jobber. Yeah. So it's available like physically and digitally and you can just buy Miles Morales or you can buy the legendary slash ultimate slash, you know, ultimate. super webbed up edition. That's of... what I've done. That's what I've done. Excellent. So you'll get Found that. Found it 63 quid. Oh, bargain. that's all right. That's all right. So not bad, is it? Not bad. Uh, you'll I'll get take that. Sort of I'll have that. Souped up. Uh, PS4 Spider-Man souped up for the new consoles, but then that will come yep. with Miles Morales. Uh, yep, the, new the Peter benefits. Parker face, new which Peter everyone Parker likes face. universally. <laughs> Universal love for that. Universal love for that. Although in Miles Morales, <laughs> it, like I, I, I did sort of grow used to it and thought, oh, actually, that is a good Peter Parker face. So, oh, they've got one. you, Insomniac. I, they were I, right. I, well, I do still like the uh, the other one more, but I just sort of thought as I was yeah. playing this one, I thought, oh, you know, it's good. Yeah, Miles Morales is really, really good. Um, mm. I really, really enjoyed it, and I really enjoyed Lost Legacy. And lots of the reasons why Miles Morales is good are the same reasons that Lost Legacy was good, namely pace, length, yep. and scope. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That. Uh, there's a lot to be said for that. Yeah. Not having a great big bloated open world with loads of stuff to do. 
it just it does make a difference. Sometimes that's all you want. I you know. want a little 11, 15 hour or whatever yeah, type thing. For sure. Uh, and, I don't want 100 hours all the time. Not all the time, no. And mm. it does still have uh, a, a whole host of things to be doing, I should say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's got the little, you've got your little uh, friendly neighbourhood Spider-Man app in it. Um, Wonderful, and it's it's got you sort of. It's quite nice actually because I'm a sort of sucker for gimmicks. You kind of swipe left on the trackpad uh, to immediately access your app. Um, oh, do you know what I want to know? Go on. Speaking of trackpad, mm. what is the uh, dual sense like on Miles Morales? Really, is it, really nice. It, does it live up to the hype? Did you it, really feel like <laughs> you were whipping? It, it it does. It does indeed. I mean, I because and I won't. I really want to talk about Astro's Playroom, but I'm going to have to bench that just for now. <clears throat> um, it doesn't utilize the dual sense as much as Astro's Playroom, of course. But then again, of Astro's Playroom is basically a showcase for the dual sense, so it sort of puts it front and center. Yeah. Um, and it uses every aspect of, of that controller. That controller is incredible. Um, it, oh, Josh. It's. I'm sorry. I've just come up with a brilliant strap line for you. Oh, give it, give it to me. Instant thwip. Because <laughs> <laughs> like of the fast loading times, yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, instant thwip, instant thwip. Yeah. I think I probably have that. You actually. can have that. Yeah, <laughs> you heard it first, listeners. Yeah, instant thwip. Uh, that's that's very good. That uh, and was, but anyway, Thank the you, controller sorry. is absolutely brilliant, and it's and and it, mm. what heartens me is that I think the success of of Dual Sense is going to be on things like this. Where yeah. it isn't really, um, you know, specifically a showcase like Astro's Playroom. Um, mm-hmm. Playroom? Yeah, Playroom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry, I just suddenly had a, a crisis of, 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 well, of faith uh, in that. I thought, is it Astro's Playroom? Astro's Playroom? Sex Playhouse? Dungeon? Madhouse? No. Yeah, <laughs> Astro's yeah. Grotto. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 um, yeah. No, they just, they, just, they just pop a little bit in there. They just pop a little bit. So it's a bit like... You you squeeze the trigger just a little, and mm. uh, Miles will, will, will uh, instant thwip his webs, and yeah, nice. uh, that feels really nice. It's like a sort of it's ve- now I should say, I'm going to sound like an idiot because I've tried a, a couple of times to describe why or how the dual sense is brilliant, and it is really difficult to describe. Um, yeah, it just feels right. Uh, there, there are okay. as opposed to a traditional rumble, it uses haptic feedback, but but that's much more precise. So, for instance, in something like Astro's Playroom, as you kind of walk over glass, it it really, it, for want of a, a better phrase, it really feels in your hands like you're walking over glass. And when you walk through grass, you get this soft little buzzy rustle in your palms, and it's like it actually feels a bit like grass. In Miles oh, Morales, really? it's like it's it, you don't you get the vibration is just naturally excellent. It's mm. it's kind of quiet. And it affects you exactly how it should, um, but the stuff with the adaptive triggers is really nice. I felt because it's like you—it's just a soft little squeeze that's really satisfying, like a little pelt, just as the web is cast. And then if you fully depress it in, you meet that you—you're given like a, a just a little bit of feedback, not a lot though. Sometimes they can really resist you, and then other times mm-hmm. they—they can just sort of ever so slightly give you a little bit of resistance and then give way. And it actually kind of feels like you're gripping the web. Like you're at, you're actually Ooh. sort of like holding it quite firmly as well. I suppose you would if you were you know hurtling through the air. That's God, mad. God knows that, what's that. Speed. To me, that sounds like a proper next gen feature. 
that it really it really it's a small yeah. thing and obviously I, you know i don't want to over egg it it's going to be really exciting when people get their ps5s and sort of have a go on astro and get blown away and then they play, if they play miles morales you, you get a sense of like not every game is going to is going to absolutely blow you away but they're all hopefully going to be meaningfully enhanced with this because yeah. I mean, if if something like call of duty for instance can use this to say i don't know pulling the trigger of a gun or something like that you know if they can make yeah. it a nice so that it sort of tenses and, up and then suddenly gives way and, and then uh, and not have the sort of controller break in your hands as it rumbles <laughs> as the it smashes the out in an explosion yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah 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 um but yes that is that is excellent um but the, but the game itself, because of course Miles Morales it is an exclusive and it will be a very popular launch game, but it is also available on PS4, so not everyone will play it with the DualSense. It is also just a really really uh, lovely game. It's it's a it's a meaningful addition to Spider-Man. It's in some ways it's even cooler uh, than than Spider-Man. It's got a lovely vibe. It's um hmm. it's set over Christmas. And uh, okay. Miles has just moved to Harlem, and it's got a, the art direction is just fantastic. Like as you're swinging through the the street lamps, give the streets this really lovely kind of golden glaze, and there's kind of snow that's swirling in the air as you're swinging through. It's um, it's the same map, but but, but much like you and me often talk about with with something like Yakuza, when you're using the same map again. Uh, on the one hand, people might grumble and say, oh, it's, you know, it's the same map. On the other hand, it really kind of frees you up to sort of explore that map, to sort of yeah. change its textures and give people a different taste. And to see New York at Christmas, it's really something in this. Um, mm. The plot is good. It's weird. Oh, it is, it's weird that, sorry, just the, the map thing. Like, I will never tire of Camarocho. No. And I don't know why. I can't quite put my finger on it. Maybe it's the slight little changes from game to game where I'm like oh look at that they've yeah. you know removed that and put that there instead or something I it's, think yeah I, I like that I don't think famili- familiarity always breeds contempt no, when it comes I, to I, I don't, a good I, map I don't and I think it does help mm. with something like uh, the Yakuza games and now certainly something like this where because it does a really good job of aping all the little things that make a place yeah. specific in your mind and, and give it lovely bits of detail, when those things change, they, they, they have quite a big impact because you're so used to it. So a place can be made to feel much newer and to feel different, even though geographically it hasn't changed much at all. Yeah, um, that's, the, that's the secret, isn't it? I think so. Uh, but with, mm. with this, the action is as, is as good as ever. Um it's it's it, Miles has new powers. Uh, unlike uh, Peter, he was bitten by a different kind of spider. So he has uh, venom. He, he has his venom sting, mm. uh, which which he had from the comics. Although it was different in in the comics. In the comics, he would just sort of like touch someone's arm, and it would sort of like basically knock them out. Like but like you know like a venom sort of thing. Sort of like an extreme version of when you got a bit of static. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, you got a little bit of static uh, build-up. You tap someone on the ear, yeah. and they go, ah! Yeah, 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 It's a bit like that, except in this, they've kind of interpreted it as a sort of bio-electricity. It sort of crackles orange, mm. and whenever he gets angry, he um, he can unleash these things. And, and you build up a little bar as you're in your, your, your lovely free-form combos, um, and then you can unleash a sort of venom punch, which is good for hitting certain kinds of enemies. He can also turn invisible, which is really, really cool. Ah. Um, he, yeah, That's not one of his powers, is it? Uh, I think it is in the comics. He can cloak himself. I did not um, know this. A bit like bit like Predator. Hmm. Um, 
it's really, really cool because it makes the predator sections when you're just in a, in a room trying to take down a lot of guys. You press up on the D-pad and he just cloaks himself in like a sort of... they. You can see him as like a sort of shimmery blue outline, but his enemies can't see him at all. Um, right. And it's really, really cool because like some sections will they'll be like, oh, you got to go to this place and, and find this little doodad. And someone someone will be looking at the doodad that you need to find it'll be on i don't know say it'll be on their desk or something so miles will be like oh i've got to get to that thing so you can like web onto the ceiling above them uh dangle down on a thread cloak yourself and then just lower yourself down on the thread and examine that thing and there's at one point you, you sort of do that and someone's like oh I think, like, Miles accidentally, like, moves a bit of paper so that it flies on the floor, and someone's like, oh, I always knew this place was haunted. Like, <laughs> Do you know it's, what it's I, um, really you know cool what I wish? Thing. Go on. I wish that for the invisibility effect, they didn't have, like, a shimmery predator thing, but they stayed true to the comics and made you, like, a dotted outline. <laughs> Do you remember <laughs> yeah, how in be... old, older comics yes. they did that? That'd be brilliant. That, was, that's, that is <laughs> really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, it's a really, really good lean... Uh, blockbuster which nice. has enough uh, new stuff extra stuff different ability he me- miles meaningfully plays differently to peter and uh it's got a lovely uh, campaign which tells a tight story and tells it well it and also it, it's got that lovely quality that that those first party sony blockbusters have where it's just it's just incredibly confident and incredibly easy it's so easy to like you just naturally fall into it as you mm. would something in the cinema and it just feels there's just almost no effort to it it's just an absolute breeze to play uh from start to finish and then you do also have um you know lots of lots of side stuff you've got there's one mission where i, I a little side mission where i had to rescue someone's lost cat um you know which was excellent put that in a backpack and swing away <laughs> Right. So, you know, there's lots of there's there's lots of that stuff in there. And without going into into too much detail, um the story is good. It's um it relies on the classic uh thing that they rely on too much for my money, which is just enemies that are just tooled up with these outlandish robotic armor suits that right. look stupid. Yeah. Um but the story of 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 Miles's life uh living with his single mother and his friend Ganky and his old childhood friend Finn, and the kind of the way that that his personal life <clears throat> is is tangled together with the really really big stuff that's going on in the city that he needs to do. They do uh, a really great job of that, and a, a, a slightly better job than I think the 2018 Spider-Man did of Ooh. juxtaposing Miles's personal life with. Right. His sort of superheroic duties. Peter, I should say, by the way, in the setup, Peter is off in Europe. Uh, MJ is reporting a story uh, for the mm-hmm. Bugle, and she's enlisted Peter's services as a photographer. So for four weeks over Christmas break, he's gone. And Miles is left to be the sole Spider-Man of New York. Oh, blimey! Um, but it does that really thing. I think Sam Raimi was um, had tapped into it cinematically. Uh, better than anyone else, really. The mm. sort of the the tension between the personal life and the superheroic life from scene yeah. to scene was so like personally felt for those Tobey Maguire movies, or at least the first two. Mm-hmm. And to, to to have that with Miles, um, just re- just really affecting, just really affecting. It's a good vocal performance by Naji Jeter as well, who voices Miles, and a number nice. of other people in it are good. Uh, it's just a, it's just a really 
much like Lost Legacy, it's a refinement of that formula. There's there's nothing wrong with being a 40, 50 hour game. There's also nothing wrong with being a 10 to 15 hour game, you know. Yeah, um, sure. I do understand that people might bulk at price. I'm not about to dismiss that. Um, I know that it is a valid concern. Obviously, the Lost Legacy was, what, 30 quid? Yeah. And what, this and is 50 this or something, is isn't it? 50. If you, I think if you just want miles, it's it's 50 quid on PS5. I don't know what it is on PS4, by the way, but on, on PS5, it's 50. It's 60 or 70. Obviously, you got yours for 63, but it's you can get it for 70. Well, that was the ultimate Duper. edition as well. That's the ultimate one, which yeah. includes the remaster of Spider-Man. So that mm-hmm. is, uh, you, you're getting a lot of a lot of stuff uh, yeah. on that. And any excuse um, to go back through the 2018 one. Um, um, I you know. I got to be honest. Yeah, I only received Miles Morales, but I kind of want the remaster as well. Uh, but but I should also say, in fact, I must say, it's really really nice to be given the option to play either at 30 frames a second yeah. with ray tracing and enhanced visuals and all the rest of it. Oh, or, Josh, the uh, UPS is here. I've unlocked the door already. Here it is. My Xbox Series X is here, everyone. Oh, sweet. This is this is live for the listeners. They're loving it. Yeah, so my Xbox Series X is being delivered, everyone. This is Yay. exciting, isn't it? Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I felt, felt that commotion in the background. What's, did you have to sign for it or something? Elise has done it for me. Yeah. Brilliant. So, yeah. Just I, can hear the, I can hear the delivery fella. Ooh, exciting. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, yeah, yesterday you'll have, you'll I missed You'll have to bench, have to bench your excitement for the Series X. Oh, thanks, Elise. So, yeah, sorry, Josh, carry on. Like, like a kid at Christmas. Unbelievable. Yeah, I am. It's exciting. Uh, it is exciting. You get to power your dreams. Here you go, listen to um, this. Ooh, that's, there you go, the authentic <laughs> opening. Yeah, love it. Yeah. Um... But yeah, if if you've got if you if you're getting a PS5, uh, what one of the one of the reasons that Spider-Man will delight is that it has pretty much no loading. It's incredible. Yeah. Like you just you can fast travel from one end of the map to the other in like just under two seconds, and he's just there. And from t- from turning my PlayStation Five on to it's like six seconds to get to the menu, and then when you press continue, it's like under two seconds to instantly get to where you were. Two seconds, but it's I want it re- now. I want it now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's yeah, very, very good. Very, very good. Uh, I can't talk about Astro's Playroom. I could, but we don't have time. So I'm going to cover that next week because that game deserves to be talked about in uh, detail. Are we, we prioritising chicken, fantastic. please? <laughs> we don't have time. I don't think we... Because we are... I know. Josh. Uh, we, p- people, are, people are angry. I know Josh. people are angry. Yeah. We, d- but, uh, you're just going to alienate a whole audience. They're here alienate for the police audience chat. That, yeah. Well, look, you know, we can't. I'll, you what, I'll just, I'll just old... say briefly, Josh. Chicken police. Go on. Mm. Mad, interesting, weird, stupid. If a little henpecked. Um, yeah. Uh, gets better as you get into it. Peck on us. Uh, yeah. Give it, give it a try. It's only like fifteen quid, I think. Well, we'll talk about it. There you go. We'll talk about it in more detail next week for the chicken obsessed no out there. No need. <laughs> Excellent. We also have just like many other things. To, you've been playing other stuff. I've been playing other stuff. We'll get to it. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, it's about time for the for the news. So you know, prepare yourself. Mm. I am prepared. 
1993 already happened, then it was called Bioshock, and all of those things that Half-Life did and did so wonderfully well were picked up by Irrational, and that's where it went. Half-Life 3 would be brilliant. When we get it, if we get it, never ever gonna get it. When we get it, if we get it, grumble, 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 grumble. When we get it, if we get it, Dr. Freeman. When we get it, if we get it, it's never ever gonna let up Dr. Freeman. If they finally get around to finishing Half-Life, whatever happens is gonna be underwhelming. PlayStation 5 stuff. First of all. New PlayStation 5 promo says that Horizon Forbidden West mm-hmm. will launch in the second half of 2021, right? Yeah. And further to that, it says some small print going on during this trailer uh, reveals that Gran Turismo 7 and Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart and Dish. Returnal, which looks kind of cool, which is the house marquee game, which I'm really excited for, yeah. uh, are all anticipated to launch in the first half of 2021. With, mm. with Horizon in the second half. So they're lining up some crackers for the first half of next year as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's um, exciting times ahead. Yeah, mm. yeah absolutely. Uh, Don't Nod has been bloody well nodding along. Mm-hmm. Um, six games in production. Should we guess what they are? Uh, yeah, go on. Vampire 2, I hope. Yeah. I'd like a Vampire 2, please. Mm-hmm. Um... Another Life is Strange, maybe? Do you think they'll do that? Uh, probably at some was stage. There, was there enough interest right in the second now. one? I think there was, yeah. I didn't think it was was uh, was as good as the others. I, but, I, but I couldn't be bothered, it. weirdly. Yeah. I just, I, yeah, couldn't be asked. Yeah. Um, well, this is this is the thing that I think's uh, possibly a problem with this with this whole news. So, the uh, Oscar Gilbert, who's their CEO. Mm-hmm. Uh, was speaking to uh, GamesBeat uh, in an interview and said, quote, Our studio is growing uh, with six games in production now. Our recent releases have been very successful in terms of press reception and player reception. I'm very proud. Uh, and then said, We don't want to stick to the same thing every time. Yeah. We innovate. We're reinventing ourselves in terms of quality, mechanics, and technology. Finding new ways mm. of telling stories is really important. Which is funny, you s- because obviously, you know, I'm sort of thinking things like Twin Mirror, um, Life is Strange. I forgot about Twin Mirror. It's coming out in December. Yeah. You know, a- a lots of their stuff is, well, you know, it's an episodic thing, uh, usually about teenagers with superpowers. They just did the, uh, is it Tell Me Why as well, just came out? Yeah, that was another one that kind of passed me by. Yeah, so so a lot of that stuff. um, And they're going, oh, you know, we we innovate, we're kind of reinventing ourselves. It's like, well, okay, I'll have to wait and see what you do. Because, I mean, but so far, certainly that's a valid concern, I'd say. Because other than Vampyr, that they've sort of, generally stuck to that to that formula pretty and much. remember me don't um, forget don't forget remember me josh i always always forget remember me because mm. that's how they they the irony the irony the irony yeah yeah <laughs> uh but then because obviously the first thing i think of when i heard this was telltale uh yeah. who um sadly closed but but did you know but i i think oversaturated themselves uh yeah. just did lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of telltale games that you know if each one of them was the first Telltale game you played, you'd think it was brilliant. But, you know, in- increasingly it was sort of more of the same for me. Um, yeah. 
But Gilbert did say uh, on that subject, quote, This is something we take into account. We learned from seeing Telltale, and we know it's important to renew the mechanics, the look and feel of our games, and not merely change the narrative. Yeah. So, you know, um, I got my eyes on Don't Nod, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, not, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do. Twin Mirror is better than it once did. Yeah, Twin, Twin Mirror looks interesting, and I'd be more interested in something like um, Vampire, I think. that That's more appealing to me. That was interesting. It had some good ideas and some it interesting did. mechanics. That's and it was a little bit, it was a little bit buggy and... Rough around the Not, edges, right? Yeah, yeah, rough around the edges, but it had some nice ideas. I'd love to see a it sequel. Did. Yeah, no, I, I good old I Jonathan Reed. Jonathan Reed, who Johnny, I always used Johnny to call. Reed. Was it Jonathan Pierce? Was I always get mixed up because it was like three video games. <laughs> it was like it was like it was like I think Call of Cthulhu. Jonathan was like, Pierce is the Robot Wars commentator, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Sergeant Basham. <laughs> 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 Jonathan Pierce, activate. <laughs> and it was like Charles Reed, who was like the guy from uh, Call of Cthulhu. And then the Sinking City was like Edward Pierce. Yeah, that's it. And then it was, it was. Uh, but I always used to mix them up. I mean, because what the hilarious result of which was that I used to think it was Jonathan Pierce in Vampire, <laughs> which, as you say, you know, conjured memories of Robot Wars. You know, the less said about the better. I think anyway. they're sort of slightly pedestrian names, aren't they? They are. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. Yeah, they Edward are. Pearson called Cthulhu. What was the sinking city guy again? Uh, uh, Charles Reed Charles or Charles Pierce? I think it was Charles Reed. I think it was Edward Pierce. Jeez. Jonathan Reed and Charles Reed. They're all a similar ilk of sort of rough, yeah, <laughs> rough yeah, narrative game. And two of them had to deal with fish fellas. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Jonathan Reed didn't have to. He had to deal with, deal with vampire fellas, but. The other two, uh, fish fellas knocking about. Mm. Do you remember Sinking City was interesting, wasn't it? It was, yeah. It was. It was a, it, weird, it was it was a weird just, game. It just didn't perform well. Um, no. I mean, probably commercially, but I mean technically as well. It, well that's true. That's mm. true. But uh, but it it had some funky ideas. You know, the idea of an open world, but where you've got those detective mechanics sort of threaded yeah. through, you know, following your cases. I kind of look back on that and I think, yeah, yeah. Do you know what? There's something there. Like I am... Um, I generally quite like Frogwares stuff. I thought you just meant. Are you going to say frogs? Frog fellas. Well, I do like frogs. Obviously, I like frogs. I like. But frogs. I like. I like. I think Frogwares have some nice ideas. I just wish they had a bit more budget to play with. Yeah. Do you feel like if they yeah, had a little yeah. extra budget, they could really push the boat out? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe if someone like Microsoft or Sony or something were just like, yeah, well, look, we'll snap you up for a cheeky exclusive. Yeah. Have a have a big old lovely budget and uh, you know do that. Blockbuster, but you know, big, big time, big, yeah, big school. Imagine that, imagine that. Yeah, yeah. Lovely stuff. Uh, speaking of which, actually, uh, Take Two mm-hmm. uh, has just bought Codemasters for a cool seven hundred and fifty-nine million. Quid. I know, right? Big yeah. deal. Yeah, it's really huge. I like a bit of Cody's. Um, They're, um, you know, off the back of Dirt Five as well, which I thought was fantastic. I think yeah, might another- be their best racing game. Another game we can't quite talk about properly, but we'll try to find time to talk about next week. But the brief version is that Rich absolutely bloody loved it. I th- honestly, man, I was playing it on the One X, not even the Series X. And I was just like, yeah. how how does this look this good? I know. I played it on the Series X and just thought it was stunning. Um, mm. 
but then you know also just stunning on last gen as well. I think it just is a very pretty game. Yeah, yeah, really uh, impressive and just Strauss, really fun. But anyway, Strauss sorry. Zelnick, <laughs> aka Big Papa Strauss. Yeah, S to the Z. S to the Z yeah. uh, said, we're exceedingly pleased to announce this this uh, recommended transaction with the border Codemasters. Codemasters has a renowned history of creating some of our industry's most beloved and commercially successful racing franchises. And we believe that their offerings will be highly complementary to our sports portfolio mm. and enhance further our organization's long-term growth. And he's a big wheel at the Cracker Factory, so he knows yeah. what he's talking about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Strauss, forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, Mass Effect. You're mm-hmm. loving it? Legendary Edition. Uh, yeah. we've, been, we've been talking about it for loads of podcasts now. They finally Honestly, bloody just announced the, the, it already. They should have just announced it ages ago. I know they were saving it for N7 Day, yeah, but yeah. everyone <laughs> knew. It wasn't a surprise day. anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. And uh, what was the other thing as well that was funny? Um, oh, yeah, Batman. Do you remember when they didn't announce Batman for 15 years? Yeah. And they kept teasing it? Yeah. And it was it was just like, everyone knows what it is. Exactly. You know, stop, stop going on about it. Just say what it is. <laughs> Oh, it's got the nights. Wow, shock. No, didn't, yeah. didn't see this coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, So the Legendary Edition is all the Mass Effect... So all the single-player-based content and DLCs from all three of the Mass Effect games Yeah. Uh, in, in the original trilogy, as well as uh, promo weapons, uh, armors, packs, all the rest of it. Uh, the content will be optimised for 4K, Ultra HD, uh, with targeted enhancements on the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X. Uh, but mm. also, and possibly or more or just as exciting for f- uh, fans, there's a, a, a new game in the yep. works, and uh, which is uh, not of not of which not much is known. The team have revealed a few details, saying, "quote A veteran team has been hard at work envisioning the next chapter of the Mass Effect universe. We're in early stages on the project and can't say any more just yet. But we're looking forward to sharing our vision uh, for where we'll be going next." Intriguing. Mm, yeah, yeah. I don't forget Dragon Age 4's happening, by the way. Yeah, God. I mean, they've got a lot on their plate, haven't they? Bioware at the moment. They do. And they do. they've got and, nothing and to show. At the, it's just, it's this weird yeah. sort of quite frustrating limbo phase where we've got yeah. nothing. We've got nothing. We've got the promise of a thing. Yeah. But it's sort of not <laughs> very little to show for it at the moment. Indeed. Yeah, it's tough. I think they it should just tough. go quiet for a bit and just... You know, next yeah. time you come back, show us something, please. Yeah. <laughs> no more concept art or, you know, developer videos going, yeah, we've been doing this, that, and the other. Give me something concrete. Give, give, give me something, some concrete stuff. Give me something I can yeah. work with. Yeah. No, I agree. That's all I'm going to say. I'm a big fan. Um, I should praise where, where praise is due. Uh, Activision are really good at this. Mm-hmm. They, they tell you about a Call of Duty. They don't yeah. tease it for ages. They just tell you about it, often with a trailer, and or they release the title or whatever. And then within a few months, it comes out. Yeah, it's true. It's really nice. Just I think really, every game really should nice. do that. Yeah, it's a good yeah, approach, yeah, generally. Yeah. Or surprise people. Anyway, last but not least, uh, Fahrenheit, or if you're American, Indigo Prophecy. Which I've never uh, understood. No. What does that even well, mean? Uh, the, the David Cage, who's the, the creator at that studio, uh, said it was sort of it it was meant to be fahrenheit yeah like it was that that was what it was actually and that was what it was called in this country but for some reason i i, I imagine it'd be a sort of publisher's decision uh indigo prophecy 
uh, in America. Weird one. Um, mm. It does make sense in terms of the game's plot, by the way. It's yeah, not just yeah, a, ran- yeah. a random menagerie of words. But uh, So publisher Meridium Games has announced that it's to partner with Quantic Dream to release a physical version uh, of Fahrenheit uh, to celebrate the game's 15th anniversary on PlayStation 4 next mm-hmm. month. Box release will contain the 2016 remastered version of the original game, uh, but also has a high-quality printed art book and a thank-you letter written by the team at Quantic Dream. So, you know, lovely stuff. And these are all individually handwritten, Uh, personalised. It doesn't say. I'm going to say definitely. Yeah, I I (laughs) think so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No reason to Uh, think otherwise. No, no. Otherwise, it's just slander. Um, yeah. <laughs> I really liked Fahrenheit back in the Dizay. Uh, yeah. I, I haven't played it in a while. Actually, tell a lie. I played it like a couple of years ago on the PS4 when they released that, the PS2 Classics thing of it. Yeah. Um, my memories of it uh, pretty much held true. Very, very atmospheric game. That was like the first Quantic Dream game that I kind of played and loved. You well, know? super atmospheric to a point, and then it kind of just blows it at the end doesn't it, it, it go, well it goes mental but of course when yeah. you're 13 years old it doesn't <laughs> as I was it, it doesn't really that when it goes absolutely fucking bonkers mm. you just think to yourself this is brilliant yeah See, definitely yeah, I was, like, I was 23 really. <laughs> I'd have been 23 See, at the time so you were old enough to kind of go no what the fuck is going on here what a load yeah. of old bollocks but actually yeah I, I was sort of enthralled by it but no you you, you are right you are well, right. I have a friend as well who I play most of these games with or did um, yeah. when I was younger and yeah, so yeah, yeah. anything sort of silly, we would just <laughs> laugh at yeah. it. So yeah. <laughs> that just makes yeah. it seem even more absurd when we're both laughing yeah. at it. And that's clearly not the intended response. Not not the intended response. Yeah. No, no, true, true. <laughs> but yeah, I, I love a bit of Fahrenheit. I may well bring myself to purchase this because I am uh, I'm quite bonkers. Oh, that is the end of the news, by the way. But I should say uh, the 13 remakes out. Oh, and apparently they've done away with the whole cell shaded style. Completely well, stripped the identity from that game. Yeah, I've I've seen some some rumblings. See, in gameplay, a lot of the video stuff it just looked just looked brilliant. But I've seen some stuff on Twitter, people saying like it's it they look a bit Fortnitey, the characters, a little bit oh, sort weird. of like a bit matte finish, a little bit play doh. Um I can see some little tiny black outlines on things, which which right. is a little bit sort of comic booky. But it doesn't look as it doesn't look as sort of shell cell shaded as the original. Um, but I do st- I want to mm. see it in action. I want to see because because I remember watching gameplay videos and thinking it looked lovely, like it looked cell shaded and bright and colourful. But I haven't investigated it yet. I'm super excited for Thirteen Remake. Uh, if I ever find the time, I would love to talk about that at some point, possibly on a future pod. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah, I, there's so I, much going on in November, and I remember thinking to myself, "Oh, 13 remake, yeah, yeah." I, I'm sort of mildly intrigued. I, I'd like David, to know what David you Duchovny. Think. David Duchovny's in it. Is is he back though? Yeah, well, they've they've Just kept the original, original audio track. Ah, uh, right. Just slip him so, some cash. You don't have to come so, back in, Dave. Well, it's just just like we got uh, it. We got it the first uh, time, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like destroy all humans. They just kept the original. Yeah, you know, the, um, the Jack Nicholson guy. The Jack Nicholson guy. I bloody love yeah. David Duchovny, by the way. Yeah, he's great. Do you remember don't, Area don't Fifty-One? Forget he was um, Calculon. I've been all the greatest acting robots, and David Duchovny's among them. No, is he? 
What? Futurama reference. Oh, I mean, I get the Calculon reference, but I don't get the David Duke reference. That's one of the things. That's one of the things he says. I've been all of the great acting robots through time, oh. and he goes through like Actbot through two thousand or something. David Duchovny. Yeah. Oh, that's great. I forgot about that. See, I'm more yeah. of a fan of his little sort of ominous mate who just beeps and oh, has yeah. a little gun. <laughs> yeah, he's good. Uh, all My Circuits is brilliant, by the way. Of In course. fact, I went to go and see last year All My Sons, the Arthur Miller play, and it was a production with uh, and Bill it, Pullman it paled, and Sally it, Field. And it paled well, in I comparison. Just, it paled in comparison, <laughs> and I was texting a friend of mine, and, a, and, and my friend just said... Uh, Surely you were simply unable to take the play seriously, given that you would have had to have kept thinking about all my circuits. Yeah. Um, and he was right. I kept sniggering to myself. It was it was mad. It was nothing, not really, really appropriate for all my sons. Not really the, appropriate. Given the subject matter. Given the subject matter, yeah, yeah. Sort, of, sort, of, sort of quite a serious play uh, about American life, and all I could think of was Calculon just shouting no. <laughs> um, but you know, there you go. Anyway, mm-hmm. it's quiz time, isn't it? So uh, yeah. You're the reigning champ. I'll yeah. see if I can summon Matt from upstairs. But if in the meantime, if he's, if he's hard enough, if, if he's, he's hard up enough, for it, yeah. after being, you know, trounced, <laughs> yeah, after being battered, load yeah. of smack talk, this. <laughs> uh, but you know, have a lovely jingle, and then we'll 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 get to it. Okay, all right. Well, are you guys ready? I personify a place. It's a video game setting. Do we need the rules at this point? I read out a number of clues as this personified setting. You say stop if at any point you have inklings and rumblings of ideas, and then you say what that place is. If you say it and it's the right place, you win. Stop. Stop. I'll go through the clues as many times as you like, and I have, as ever, backup clues because I don't like draws. It's quizness time. We are joined by Matt from upstairs. Hello, Matt. Hello, hello. Yeah, how's it going? Are you ready to get quizzical? To get nasty? I am, because Rich has been shoving his new Xbox in my face all day. (laughs) Not not (laughs) I don't have one, so this is my only chance of revenge. Oh yeah, what's um? Because Rich was mentioned, because you mentioned earlier that you were sort of getting next gen envy. Next gen envy. Next gen envy. Yeah. Have you ordered it? What's your what's your sitch? What's going on? I've got a PS5 coming next week, the UK time, so the nineteenth. Um, right, and then stuff. I think I get, I think Dan's going to send me the spare Series X at some point in the future. Okay, uh, but uh, but yeah, not nothing till PS5 next week. So I'm going to watch on with disgust uh, until that moment, <laughs> and then I'm going to brag about it. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Well, I think you've. You've prioritised wisely. I do, I do love... I was just saying to Rich earlier, like, I, I, I love both of the new consoles, but if you're one of those people where uh, you know that you're going to end up getting both, mm-hmm. the sort of s- smarter move for me this side of Christmas is to go with PS5, because at the moment, it's just a little bit more exciting, a little yeah, bit more sort of spicy. So. But um, anyway, anyway, let's get out of quizness. You've heard the jingle. You know the rules. Rich has won two weeks in a row. Matt's looking to break the streak. Yep. Yep. Clue number one. Excited. Ah, <clears throat> uh, oh, actually, no. Do you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> spice this up a little bit. Amazing. This is this Straight is like um, <laughs> this is like Bradley Walsh on the chase. Before he asks the question, what he, wants. he goes, he goes. Yeah, Do you know yeah. what? I'm gonna spice this one up a bit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna spice it up. <laughs> My time's up. running out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, clue number one. Uh, my first mention and my first appearance in a video game mm-hmm. came in 2013. First mention and appearance. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Yes. Clue number two. I am a haven 
for those who reject the rules of society. Right. Okay. Clue number Mm. three. Recently, I have developed a serious landscaping problem. Recently? Landscaping. Um. Indeed. Clue number four. If you're expecting magic, you might be disappointed. (laughs) Oh my god. Aren't these last week's clues? (laughs) (laughs) Is it stop? Is it the Four Seasons Landscaping Company? Amazing. Total total landscaping. (laughs) Incredible. (laughs) Ah, Brilliant. It is not. Landscaping problem. That that is a sort of problem. No? Incorrect. Okay. Stop. Matt Lorigan. Is it Philadelphia from something? Because that's where the Four Seasons Landscaping is. (laughs) Incorrect. I like your style. That is good. Yeah, that's good. Uh... Clue number whatever it is, five, I think. Uh, I am reachable by boat, uh, but do be careful of the shoreline. Hmm, okay. Okay. Um. Mm -hmm. Clue number six. Uh, The country I am in has been the subject of a number of animated films. Stop. Matt Lorigan. Oh, God. Is it Scotland from Uncharted 4? Incorrect. Okay. Clue number seven. Those that live in my most prestigious neighbourhood must be fans of cream tea and possibly pasties as well. (laughs) Uh, Stop. Matt Lorigan. Is it Cornwall from something? (laughs) <laughs> Cornwall from that pasty sim <laughs> Incorrect, from Pasty Master to 2010 yeah. <laughs> No, uh, incorrect Cream um, hmm. tea Those are all the clues I have But I could uh, further spice them if run, you run through them one more time Because I've got something uh, building in my head uh, <laughs> Why not add the spice Josh, you might as well spice them Let's, let's spice it up Spice it up uh, I'm a have it, so I don't need to spice all of them because <laughs> no. hearing them again. But you know, I'll spice some of them. Pumpkin spice so, for the season. Uh, pump, it's pumpkin the season. Spice, yeah. It is the season. Mm-hmm. Tis, tis yeah. the season. Uh, I'm a haven for those who reject the rules of society. Yeah. Recently, I have developed a serious landscaping problem. Yeah. My first mention and my first appearance in a video game came in 2013, but the the answer that I'm looking for <laughs> arrived in 2016. Right. Okay. The country huh. I am in has been the subject of a number of animated films. Stop. Matt Lorigan. Is it Madagascar from Uncharted 4? I can't accept no. that as an answer. Oh, God, no. I've got it right, though. <laughs> it's Madagascar, but not the from islands, Uncharted 4. The islands off the coast of Madagascar from Uncharted 4. Incorrect. Oh, I can't think what it could be then. I am reachable by boat, but please be careful of the shoreline. Yeah, because it's Uncharted 4. (laughs) The bad guys are called Shoreline. And the animated films are called Madagascar. If you're expecting magic, you might be disappointed. If Rich gets this, I'm going to... Absolutely, I'm, I'm, drawing a, I'm drawing a complete those, blank. If it, Madagascar sounds spot on, those that the, live in my most prestigious neighbourhood 
must be fans of cream tea and possibly pasties as well. Uh. <clears throat> Is it Cornwall, Madagas- Madagascar? <laughs> Cornwall in Madagascar. <laughs> comma, Cornwall, comma, Madagascar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to give this one Devon. away. It could be Devon. Stop. To give this Is it one Devon in Uncharted 4? <laughs> in Incorrect. The, the Madagascar Devon region. Incorrect. <laughs> oh. It's a deadlock, and I'm afraid I'm going to have to give this one to the listeners. The oh. correct answer that I was looking for this week was Libertalia from Uncharted 4, the secret pirate paradise. In Madagascar. Oh. In Madagascar. I haven for those like who reject the rules of society. I feel like Matt deserves by... that. I'm sorry. I'm afraid I can't Oof. give it you. Recently, I've mean. developed a serious landscaping problem because it's very overgrown. My first mention and my first appearance in a video game came in 2013 with Assassin's Creed Black Flag, in which it was mentioned, and Europa Universalis 4, in which it was featured. The country I am in has been the subject of a number of animated films, of course, Madagascar, and large parts of Uncharted 4 do take place in Madagascar. Unreach- I'm reachable by boat, but be careful of the shoreline. Matt got that because it was the mercenary group. If you're expecting magic, you might be disappointed because all of the other Uncharted games feature sort of supernatural last acts. And this yeah, I don't, I don't like to that. Not do that. <laughs> and those that live in my most prestigious neighbourhood must be fans of cream tea and possibly pasties as a reference to New Devon. New Devon. Which is, which yeah. is the elite neighbourhood of Nibitalia that was given to its founders, Thomas Chew. Uh, I'm, and, uh, yeah. I'm not sure I'm a fan of this sort of speci- specificity of place well it wasn't I mean you, you sort of have to you have to pick one don't you I mean you can't just so if I say I don't know Liberty City and then you just say Rockstars America I can't really <laughs> accept that well that's I? different because Liberty City well, you, is a whole setting well, you, that's you choose you know a all, particular all, all part I can say it. is that I am unbelievably deflated what's the phrase <laughs> well Matt I think you have a, you my, have a sort my, of... dis- my disappointment is immeasurable and my day is, is immeasurable ruined and my day is ruined <laughs> I'm going to overrule Josh a little bit and give you a moral victory I appreciate yeah, that Rich I mean, yeah. we'll, Matt, we'll, we'll yeah. take that into next week yeah. and uh, Matt got the games on uh, a couple of other ones that he didn't get the, the answer because he got Killzone yeah, yeah I'm not, I'm not going to concede got... any of that shit yeah. I'm, I'm like, not conceding. Yeah, Rich, to be fair count, to Rich, count I didn't the get place. Yeah, don't count. Stop the count. Stop the count. <laughs> stop the count. Yeah, if you yeah. stop the count earlier, Josh, I'd have won that. Exactly. Unbelievable. I won this satire a lot. <laughs> That's Biting the closest satire, you've come to winning, it? I think, so far. Apart from my win. When did you win? The Matrix. Yeah, you did win. You won. You oh won yeah, the Matrix, yeah. Of course yeah. you did. Yeah, it was like. Mm. You, it was it was just it was like three draws. Yeah, and then Rich won, and then you won, and, and then, then Rich, Rich won, won two in a row, since and then, then Rich yeah. won the other one. Yeah, and now another draw. Uh, we've had the highest number of draws between you two, I think, of than any other. And I think I will lay the blame with the with the quizmaster. <laughs> well, you say you say blame, but I think the listeners love it. Yeah, they do. Oh, good. Yeah, they're happy. Also, well, that's not, got, that's not got, the point of this got, podcast, Josh. You got a lot you of are. praise, Josh, from Rich earlier when he compared you to Bradley Walsh because he loves the chase. Oh, yeah. Actually, <laughs> that's, that's, that's true. true. That's the greatest praise you that can is ask for. True. Bradley Walsh. <laughs> that's that's the target that I've got. I put a target on Bradley Walsh's back. <laughs> I was what, saying. I was saying. The point of this podcast is to make me happy, 
not the listener. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I suppose so. We're doomed to fail sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and Obviously. we just have to accept that in stride. But yes, anyway, well done to you both. Well done to the listener. Come forward to claim it if you got it. Yeah, and also um, if you think that I won, write into Josh and just complain about it uh, until yeah. he, until he accepts, till he concedes. That's all. That's what Send I ask. Me Numerous mm. emails and tweets. Never let me hear the end of it. Yes. All right. Well, thank you very much to Matt from upstairs. Um, well, let's get on down to the questions. Cheers, Matt. Cheers. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Do you remember Bodger and Badger? Sure. Yes. Hello, Mousy. Questions, theories, comments, and queries. Are you ready to hear from the listeners? I Richmond. am. Excellent. Uh, first one from uh, Joseph Murphy, long-term yeah. listener. Yeah. Uh, am I weird for liking the taste of lemsip? Uh, lemon only. The blackcurrant stuff is vile. Most people only drink it when they're sick. But I love a cup of the stuff on a wet and cold morning. I um, used to hate it as a child, though. That is weird. Yes. Mm. I, I, I prefer the blackcurrant personally. I find the the Lemsip, original Lemsip, too sharp. And I would recommend, if you like that, as an alternative, buy some lemon squash and dilute it with hot water. Yeah. Much nicer. And yeah. that's got drugs in it. I should <laughs> add, by the way, it's another classic listener example. We, we must have some detail, because the thing is, if you put two teaspoons of sugar in a Lemsip, it's really quite nice. Uh, basic Lemsip. And I think on the box they say, you know, you can p- put a bit of sugar in for taste. Honey, bit of honey. Or honey, whatever. Yeah, teaspoon um, of honey. But the kind of natural thing, it it is a bit weird and sort of medicine-y. However, I will say, uh, I... Do you remember Calpol? Oh, I could neck a bottle of Calpol. I, I used to relish the feeling of illness. Uh, yeah. Like, when like I was a ju- kid. Just to get it. Uh, when I was a kid and I worked out how to open the child like lock thing on the bottle, it's mm. not that complicated, is it? Push it down and turn. You just push it um, down and turn. I used yeah. to raid the I used to raid the medicine cabinet and drink the Calpol. And <laughs> the, the um the, the Sinatogen tablet things. The what they the little fruity, oh, fruity yes. tablets. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I used to love that, and I used to love obviously Hall Soother. I mean, there, there was a really, there's a really big thing when you're a kid for just like medicine. Yeah, like it just like I, I, I totally get like I don't personally, I, I don't dislike. I mean, lemsip, especially if you pop a couple of sugars in there, like like just lemon lemsip is glorious. Um, I, I've never drank it when not ill, though, I have to say. Whereas, with uh, much like Rich, with Calpol, I think I once faked having a headache just so I could have some Calpol. Um, <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? It is weird, but Calpol was just so glorious. Um, so, I, so, I understand it. You're not weird. Well, you're a bit weird, but we love it. Um, mm. This from uh, Joe Levitt. Uh, yep. Whether or not he missed out a Gordon, uh, I don't know. But <laughs> Maybe. Let's presume it is him. Yeah, um, totally. Hi, video gamer team. Hello. With Microsoft purchasing Bethesda, uh, or as a friend of mine used to say, Beth Cedar. That's just outrageous. It was really mad. Yeah, he just, just, just. I don't know what what his problem was. Um, and the chance that the big or the next big Elder Scrolls slash Fallout game may be exclusive to Microsoft platforms. Can you see Sony trying to tap into the first person RPG market? for an exclusive PlayStation game. Who would you like to see develop an open-world, first-person Bethesda killer 
for the, I love the idea of that. Like, do you remember when you used to get like something killer? Yeah, yeah. Like Killzone was a Halo killer. A Halo killer. Yeah, and, uh, oh, it was crackings. I love, I love all yeah. that stuff. A load of old rubbish. But um, yeah, I don't know. Thoughts, Richmond. Thoughts. Um, um, I don't. Who would be good for that in sort of Sony's oeuvre? Oeuvre. In their oeuvre. I don't know. It, it doesn't seem like a good fit for Insomniac. It doesn't seem like something Sucker Punch would do. Uh, I don't it, know. It could look. I mean, depends. If you if you're going to do like an RPG, obviously you've got um, Gorilla, uh, who can who have demonstrated fairly competently yeah. that they can do action RPGs with things like Horizon, and they've got first person heritage. A, a long so actually, yeah. yeah, that's the choice, isn't it? That's the one. Gorilla would be uh, yeah would, would would be a would be a top one. Mm-hmm. Um, and well, I, I suppose yeah. If you, if you, if you're talking about maybe I don't know Sony like going after a studio, I don't know perhaps something else. But certainly within their current string of top studio, and also with that with that sort of thing, never put it past like just Sony Japan. I mean, that's just an incredible yeah. studio right there. With someone who could put out like um, like Gravity Rush, for instance. Um, yeah. But then in the same breath, can co-develop Bloodborne. Never forget as well. That was that's the other thing. Like. Obviously, from software, quite rightly gets a lot of credit for for, for Bloodborne, but it was yeah. a co-development job. Um, <clears throat> as, much, was much as, Souls, as, right? as was Demon Souls, right? As was I was just about to say, yeah. yeah. As was Demon Souls, which is why that was an exclusive. Um, but yeah, never put it past them. But yeah, I think Gorilla would be an excellent choice if you want to go after your sort of classic sword and board, little bit of magic RPG. Mm. Um, but yeah, that that would get my vote. Could yeah. happen. Yeah, don't same. know. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if um, the next Elder Scrolls will be exclusive. We shall see. I suspect it may do. Uh, this from Michael. Uh, chances cyberpunk. I, I like to say cyberpunk. Um, yeah, twenty seventy-seven. Cyberpunk. Chances that cyberpunk will be pushed to twenty twenty-one? Question mark. Also, since the game went gold, does it mean that the version on the disc that people will get will be unplayable before a patch? I feel not, bad for folk with no internet who play everything. Not unplayable. Offline. I think they've said it's all playable. You can play it through. Just, it's just that it would be better on... with. Yeah, yeah, they're working on yeah. polish and refinements and yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. But yeah, no, he's right. Like you know, people with uh, with no internet, it'd be, it'd be, although I suppose they must have to put up with all manner of unpatched things. But I, yeah. yeah, do you think it'll be delayed to twenty twenty one, or have you got a good feeling about December? Um, I feel like now they can't possibly delay it again, can they? I don't. I would know. have said that probably the last two times it's been yeah. delayed. Yeah, but I, I mean, it's unheard of for a game it to is go unheard gold of. and then be delayed almost a month. Uh, and also, like this one was only a piddly little delay. It was like under a month, wasn't it? Yeah. So I feel like they'll have really thought about that quite hard and gone. Mm. We can use an extra three weeks. They're not going to need any more time after that I wouldn't have thought I'd be very very surprised if it did get delayed again I think if it were to be delayed again it would be purely a marketing or some sort of you know strategy around that rather than a technical or development issue yeah, it could be something like Bond, where it's just like, well, we have to delay it. Although that's the, that's the sort of pandemic vibe, where it's like, people aren't going to the cinema. But that's another yeah. example of something that's like, it is finished and ready to go, but we're holding mm-hmm. it back, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, I think Rich is right. If it is delayed, blame Rich, or we'll see if we can get Rich to eat some sort of hat live on the pod. Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, I haven't like, said I'd eat my hat, that. but... No, he's know. always open to it, though. I love um, eating a hat. Yeah. Uh, this from uh, Mike... 
Uh, I'm listening to fewer pods these days. Uh, no commute and no going to the gym. Yeah. Uh, but I always Same. enjoy making time for yours. Aww. Keep up the good work. Uh, and then he says, we're in a packed new release season. But what October, November, December uh, game is most likely to be criminally overlooked? That's an intriguing um, question. To be criminally overlooked, December. I bet Twin Mirror will um, fall by the wayside because one... It's releasing for, well, what are now last-gen consoles, right? Mm, mm-hmm. I mean, it'll be backwards compatible, but eh. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah, I bet that one will be I, I think I think you're pushed right. aside think, a bit. In terms of things that will be overlooked, we've, as, as I mentioned earlier, we've got the 13 remake, we've got uh, Twin Mirror. Um, I don't... Th- I can't, th- there'll be other little things whether or not they'll be overlooked or criminally overlooked I don't yeah. know um, Immortals Phoenix Rising oh my goodness yeah well, there's one. It, we've forgotten about it that that speaks volumes right there doesn't yeah, it yeah god yeah you're totally <laughs> right and I mean in terms of the public at large it's, it's obviously very easy for us in our kind of bubble of loving games and talking mm-hmm. about them writing about them all the time it's very easy for us to get quite a distorted vision of the world and and actually the people outside that bubble um sadly one answer to that question may well be something like yakuza like a dragon which for a lot of average you know just 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 regular people who who don't have any familiarity with um with the yakuza series uh it just may not really be on their radar and they may have you know oh they've got a new console uh, they've got spider-man they've got demon souls to play they've got godfall to play you know all that stuff and then it's like oh and also yakuza which you know yes it's backwards compatible it's a series I've never heard of. Something like that could be overlooked by the public at large, though not overlooked well, on this podcast. Certainly. It is a Series X game, actually. Yeah, I mean, yeah it's a smart it, delivery yeah. jobby, but um, yeah, it's and still it's sort of optimized on, uh, for Series X as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the PlayStation Five version doesn't come out till March. Um, which yes. is weird. Although, be careful because uh, you can currently. I'm still confused right now about the actual difference between the Series X version of uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon and the optimised best it can be version. Um, Because obviously I have the thing on my dashboard now on the Xbox that says Yakuza and it has a little X slash S symbol in the bottom left hand corner. I don't know if that means via smart delivery that it is the next-gen version. However, if you play the PlayStation 4 version of Yakuza Like a Dragon on the PlayStation 5, it has things like, you know, quicker loading and all that sort of stuff. So it, I don't yeah. know to what degree the optimizations, like where they'll run up to a certain point and stop. Well, I think the issue with PlayStation as well is I don't think your save data will move across. Yeah, I think it's like um, they, they do it on a case-by-case. Like, so, like they keep having things like, oh... Like you can transfer your save on Spider-Man now, for instance. Yeah. Um, so they do it like I think it's lesser an across-the-board thing as it is on Xbox. Xbox has a slight edge in that regard, whereas I think with uh, with the PlayStation, it's like, well, it's a game-by-game thing, right? Like Spider-Man, mm-hmm. Control, Days Gone, whatever. So yeah, uh, that could be overlooked. Uh, what else could be overlooked? I don't know. Overcooked, overlooked, overcooked. Because yeah. all all you can eat, that's how. Yeah. I like it. I like mm. it. Yeah, don't <laughs> overlook that. Uh, don't overlook... Well, maybe don't overlook Immortals Phoenix Rising. Whether or not it'd be criminally overlooked, I don't know. That's a whole different... Whole yeah, different we'll, we'll see about that, eh? Uh, Looks interesting. Scott, Scott Devine's back again. Will Sonic the Hedgehog come to the PS5? 
<laughs> I see what he's doing here, Josh. He's yeah, yeah, yeah. uh he's doing the hedgehog thing again. Some sort of agenda. Yeah. Well, um yeah, I mean in a backwards compatible capacity. Mm. Sonic Mania, yeah. all them, Sonic Forces, you're loving that. Yeah, Scott obviously. obviously. Scott Scottic the hedgehog boy. Yeah, Scott Scottic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doesn't uh, work. But I'll, no. I'll, I'm sticking I'll, with it. But I'll take it anyway. <clears throat> um right. Now we've got a couple more. And mm-hmm. I'm gonna read we got that one. We, now we got one from Richard Anderson again. Excellent. Which I'm always excited for. Uh, but we also have. Let me do this one first. This is from Michael. Uh, will Yakuza Like a Dragon be the best-selling Yakuza by virtue of launching on a new next-gen machine? Um, I think the one to beat is Yakuza Six with a million sales. I think you there's a good hope. chance it might be. Well, you would hope because a it's sort of a new start. Yeah. It's not a numbered entry over here, even though it is in Japan. Mm-hmm. So you won't be like, oh, I haven't played the other six. Well, it doesn't really matter, really. And apparently, by the way, uh, my, a friend of mine was telling me that um, it's being marketed as uh, like a dragon. Yeah. Like apparently, oh, really? like uh, the Yakuza font is like really small, and like, yeah, they, they, they're saying like a dragon. Like they, I've they got don't the, even uh, wanna... I've got the box right here, mate, and mm. indeed that is the case. Mm. Um, well, there you go. Yeah, weird. It, uh, it deserves to do well. I really love it. I think it's mm. great. I like the turn-based stuff. Oh, Not yeah, to everyone's sure. tastes, but I think it works. I bloody loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, and then we've got a couple more. I think I'm going to save Richard Anderson's one for next week. Keep you oh, on your what? toes. Yeah. Why well, do you want me to do oh, it now? Boo. Well, yeah, yeah, go on. You might as well. All right, all right. This from this from this from Randers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Whenever I quickly glance at any Assassin's Creed Valhalla marketing materials, I keep thinking it says Assassin's Creed Vanilla. I think I would prefer <laughs> Assassin's Creed Mint Choc Chip. Uh, and then it says, I've been taking a break from my PS4 in anticipation of absolutely rinsing my PS5 pre-order next week. Animal Crossing on Switch has been my palate cleanser of choice, and I'm totally hooked. I've tried playing previous versions in the past and bounced off them hard, but I've had a penny drop moment this time, and I finally get what this game is about and how it mm. wants to be played. Question... Have you guys played any games that you didn't get the first time round, but then went back to it and clicked? Um, and then he says, keep up the good work. My PS5 arrives next week, so you guys, along with my family and friends, may never hear from me again. Coming no. at you like a northern bullet, Richard Anderson. Um, oh, do you know what? There are I know a what lot. you're going to say. Surely you're just going to say Yakuza. Like one well, of the Yaku- moments I, I of your... I'm sort of, I don't want to say Yakuza again, but yeah, Yakuza. <laughs> A question like this has been asked before, hasn't it? And yeah. That's something you've... Is there anything else where you've... You sort of finally I think, get it, for want of yeah, a word? Yeah, I think there have been a lot of things. But I can't the really big th- one for me, I have to say the huge one for me is Final Fantasy, which I absolutely oh, hated. Yeah. Um, it was like nails on a chalkboard, Final Fantasy, for me. And I played Final Fantasy VII Remake. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I just... I really liked it. And I, there was that sensation of, quote-unquote, getting it. If you know right. what I mean, you know, yeah. like not just the sense of I understood this but didn't like it, but almost that yeah, there was an element of this that I didn't really understand. Actually, I've got I've got one. Um, Go on. Elder Scrolls Four Oblivion. I remember oh. being super hyped for that when I got my PS3 and I waited and waited for it, and I got it yeah. and I was like, "What is this? <laughs> this is not this is not what I was expecting. This is slow. Yeah. This is oh, this is rubbish." But then you know, you get into it. Yeah. And um, yeah, you get it. I got you it, it, and I ended up it. addicted. 
You got it and you Loved got it, it good. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Did all of it, Fair all play. the stuff. Fair play. Fair enough. That'll just about do us. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks to the listeners. Yep, thanks cheers. to Richmond, my uh, my wing my wingman co-pilot. Thanks, thanks, thanks. Uh, thank you, host uh, Thanks Josh. to Adam. Oh, well, thank you. You're very welcome. Thanks to Adam B. No, wait, Andy B, Adam yeah. Cook and Colin Mahern. That's a tongue twister. It's, it's mm. a tongue twister. Yeah, it's For the tricky. stingle jingles. Uh, tweet us at richieww 2 at joshywise, at videogamer.com. Email me, podcast, at videogamer.com with any questions, theories, comments, queries. Don't go on Snapchat. Don't go on Instagram. Not worth your time. Um, <laughs> head over to videogamer.com for your gaming needs or Xbox achievements as well because, you know, Rich is... Uh, Got a lot of stuff these days. And PlayStation trophies, new sites, brand trophies, new look. Yeah. Loving it, loving it. Mm. Uh, and yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we, sh- we shall speak again next week. But it's goodbye from me, goodbye. And goodbye from Richmond. Goodbye. Goodbye.